Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real. And that's when we say, hats off. No, I was watching the Dear White People, and then mm. I got a call at my pro my profile like ten o'clock. He's like, I'm in town, and then I went to Queen Social. Oh, Queen Park. Oh, how was Social. that one? I because I've not been to that one. I've only been to Piedmont. So I've literally <laughs> it's my third time going in okay. the last month. I haven't had like randomly. So you like it? It's fun. It's a super chill. The drinks are good. Okay. I have been struggling with words for the last two we weeks. We talk a lot. I want people to understand that the therapists in your life talk a lot. It hurts my feelings. And so we have to like, when we're not talking professionally with clients, it's tough to keep it going. Shout out to Stacey because I've learned a new thing about how sometimes you can hurt your own feelings. Oh, God. And when I, my body, so like I have a, when she trips or things, it hurts her feelings. Right. When I mess up on a word, it my hurts feelings. Her feelings. I get angry and sad at the same time. Like, I love why it. can't you do this? I love it. Yeah. I hurt my feelings when I say dumb shit, which I did earlier, but I'm not going to tell y'all about it. It's fine. It's fine. But your feelings didn't look hurt. You said it was I confidence. did. I was like, but then when I like turned and changed, it covered my face. It was terrible. The corner of shame. <gasps> the corner of shame. But oh no, it's fun. So oh, no grits okay. and biscuits. I was going to ask how grits and biscuits was. Which is crazy because I used to go to that every year. All right. But I it snuck so up. Detached. Like, Alicia was like, are you going to grits and biscuits? And I was like, aren't we both at work right now? Looking at each other? No. It's raining too? Mm-mm. I'm no. going home. Mm-mm. And then Carter had to watch Descendants. So. Oh, did they do a memorial for that boy? <sighs> they did like a for- brief thing in the very beginning. And then they do like a real, they did a real thing at the end. And like. I was like, come here, bud. Like, he was kind of sitting away from me. I was just like, come on. Like, just because that's his favorite character. Like, that oh, was already. Really? Yeah. Carlos was already, like, last Christmas, he asked for a Carlos action figure. That's so sad. Like, um, he's already his favorite character. Was it was horrible. Castle. And then they, like, showed all these different little clips of him. And then they showed the one of him and his family. And I was like, I'm undone. Like, then I started crying. Because, like, he's a character on a show. He's, like, well, he's giving all this joy. Sweet. But he's a whole human being with parents who loved him. He's 20 years old. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. So, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, was really, sad. really sad. Um, yeah. Oh, and, it's, and it's tough talking to kids about 
death. And Carter was like, it's so unfair. And I was like, Did yeah. I give you that book? Um, um, but I use it for like when somebody older dies. But it talks about like, oh, this is the counselor turtle. And this is the social oh, no. work caterpillar. It's like, it's oh, sitting yeah. and Yeah, I do have that book. Okay. okay. I, yeah, I have a couple of um. Carter has one, and then I have one in my office. Okay. Yes, I love that book. Isn't yeah, it great? Yeah, because I took like six. Yeah, and I was, I was like, like yeah. Take okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah. Well, no, that's tough. I, I love, love, yeah, I love that book. But yeah, so we did Descendants, and then Descendants was on it. Did you see my thing? I on saw Facebook? your post about. And I was um, like, that was from Hades, because one of the good guys. Like Sleeping Beauty's daughter mm. um, lost her shit and just tried to kill everybody and turn everybody to stone and putting them on sleeping potions and cutting up. And then when they fought her back, she got like hurt and she was dying. And so they needed Hades to bring her back to life. And Hades was like, But ain't she a bad guy? And they were like, Well, but and he was like, Oh, that's right. She one of y'all's. Mm. And then he made that statement. And I was like, I mean, say yeah, it again. Not- say it again, Hades. And they took the wall down. And I was like, look, look at Disney, Disney trying to tell y'all how to do things With your better. crazy founder. <laughs> With y'all, right. Look at Disney trying to undo their history. You right. see how we should try to undo our history instead of double down in hate? Which is why we're going to have our topic today. Right. But pause. How are you, Earl? I am good. I am recovering from my sinuses tried to jump they me. They tried to jump you, but you was a gangster. I'm a gangster, and I keep Zyrtec on call. Right. And they right. pulled up. Charlotte does have the one of the worst air qualities in the country. And I mean, let's just talk it's about sad. for the last month. Charlotte's, <laughs> I keep getting alerts of orange... Uh, orange warning be careful right. um, do don't not go outside if you're part of a sensitive group right. like, like, people got the word I'm in a sensitive live. group I mean I have had an asthma attack since I was five but, but I was like I'm very much a part of that group Absolutely. this thick ass air and then I'm like what would you have people do people got to go to work they got to live it was like don't be outside long if you're part of any sensitive group yeah. so I was just like I want to see what the list of sensitive groups and right groups. you on it no oh, I know I'm on it but I was like what mm-hmm. else goes on yeah but I was laughing but that he is. Yeah. And it's been weird. It's just super rainy and stormy this week. So it's slavery. It's it it is. It's some stuff going on. But yeah, other than that, you're good. Yeah, I've been I've just been really chilling. I'm on Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just been chilling, relaxing. Good. Going to work. hmm Yes. I haven't seen you since the cruise. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. I haven't time. seen you in a minute. The cruise was amazing. Carter, Just I don't know video. what he thought a cruise was, but we got there and he was like, this ship is gigantic. And, and it was first like, cruise? Yeah. Oh. And I thought he was like, I don't know if he thought we were going to be like on a yacht or like a yacht-sized boat or something. But I was like, no, but it's like a floating hotel. Literally. I didn't know he was on a cru- never been on a cruise. Nope. This was his first one. And oh. then we were inside and he was like, it's just, there's elevators. And I was like, yep, it's a floating hotel. But he was in the streets hanging out late, you know. And I saw him get to open up his Hamilton car. He got to find out he's going to see Hamilton this week. I'm super excited. This will be his first plane ride. I get Chicago pizza. Chicago pizza, right? So last week he got New York pizza because he went to New York with his mm-hmm. dad, and so now he's very like I've heard that there's a competition. He gave New York pizza an eight out of ten, oh. so I'm interested to see what he thinks about Chicago pizza. I prefer Chicago pizza because I'm more of a, like a deep dish mm-hmm. girl. Um, so we'll see what he thinks, but so I'm exciting. so excited for him to see Hamilton again and experience all of that awesomeness. 
And we're going with two of our favorite people, Train Jean Bean. Hey. So I that's going to be amazing. Because <laughs> I dropped the ball on the last set of chips. I just never gave him any. I don't know what happened. I just, they went in my pantry and yeah. The so end. Earl needs his own personal chips. I'll send coin. Right. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, we did that. And, you know, business is going and building and working and who child. Yes. <laughs> it has not been a hot girl summer. I don't know what that means. So hot girl. I've been hot means, as in physically. So Meg <laughs> said hot girl means living your most authentic self and being unapologetic in whatever you do. Oh, then it was absolutely a hot girl yeah. summer. It's a hot girl people in 2019. Because I've been seeing a lot of people. You know. I think people heard hot we, and thought it was hot. Can we talk about something before we dive into absolutely. our other topic? I was talking to someone about this the other day. Women are very negative to each other. Absolutely. Yes. I, like, I already knew this. It's terrible. But I've just noticed, like, even amongst peers, like, women can be very, like, it's like an instant dislike if another woman is around. Absolutely. And they don't make something up, like, oh, well, I just don't, I feel like that she might. I don't like, yeah, I don't like her energy. And I was like, I don't, don't know her. And I'm like, I don't get that. Yeah. And <laughs> And now you can have a vibe off of someone. Yes. I am definitely someone who has like a vibe off of people. But my but vibes vibe, are pretty consistent. Right. Like man or woman, you know, non-binary. It's not this, I'm, I'm like, creating this mm, fake vibe. Right. Because right. you and I are very the same. Like, I go off energy too. Right. But I be looking like y'all be had this one incident mm-hmm. of like all of us being in a room together. And then suddenly you're just like, I don't like them. And right. I, then I actually, and what well, this is why, because, I, because when I ask you why I don't, you don't like them and you be like, I don't, I don't know yet. And I'm just like, you don't know yet. That's not good. I'm just like, it's just something about them. And I've just been like, I yeah. just noticed that though, like in the last the three thing. months. I was like, well, you know, oh, there's this, so negative to each there's other. this natural societal competition for, from the beginning of time, women have been taught that they are supposed to be in competition mm-hmm. with each other for some man. And some, 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 like habits die hard and I think women still follow that so often that's why we see all this victim blaming mm-hmm. that's why you know the men can be out here saying and doing whatever and these women will get on national TV international TV and be like well the president didn't mean it it's just We're bullet just talk because surprising. women don't support women and, and it's, it's like, so unfortunate this is not new to me but I'm just like it's, it's boggles your mind though sometimes like the last yeah. week and a half I saw something you be like you big man like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, the last week, I was just like, yo, what the... Because it was something. <coughs> Lizzo had posted something. It was just like, just like what yesterday. is the negativity about? Right. Okay. Yeah, it's terrible, and we need to do better as a group. So, all the women in films, get your shit together. Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, let's tip our hat. Do you have a tip your hat, Earl? I was going to let you do it because okay. you had the best one. Yeah, right. So I, I like Earl and I have both finished Orange is the New Black. Um, and we um, were fans from the beginning. And so this week we are tipping our hats to the Pusey Washington Foundation. Yes. It's an amazing group. So if you don't know, Pusey Washington is a character from Orange is the New Black. Oh, gosh. If people haven't watched it, just... Go do she, she's it. a powerful character in the show. Um, Emmy Award winner. Right. Um, Samara Wiley, who I just also 
crush on, but she married. I gotta be respectful to her wife, but I'm just saying. Kill her freaking nephew Killed. is Emmy nominated. Right. They are like out. Yeah. Right. How I wish my child would look like a sibling. I don't have siblings, but that would piss me off. Because I'm like, I deserve. But I don't know what does the mama look like. Yeah, maybe she looked just like maybe they she just looked like she cared a child all of them. She looks like if she did, if she looked like Samara Wild was like, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not like just got on her sister nerves. <laughs> the and whole baby looked just like her. But um, so this foundation is geared to so Orange is the New Black is about um the correctional system mm-hmm. and justice injustice in the correctional system. Um and so this um foundation is focused on advocacy for women Mm -hmm. um and especially women of color um in the justice system and outside of the justice system because like we said women struggle and this is just another opportunity for women to receive support and become better and run the world Mm because that's what needs to happen so we will have the link um in the description yes and you can follow their instagram page they have an official instagram page called pusay washington fund and it just talks about all the different ways to like help these women, even through counts. Like they have one post specifically about them needing therapists. Yes. So it's very resourceful. Check it out. We'll attach yes. everything. Absolutely. So today, so you know, we always love a gym. And Earl and I recently, like the last couple of months, been talking about how I heard this when I was at on site in Tennessee. Um Carlos said, it's not always the rip, it's the repair. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we've just been talking a lot about how people struggle to repair. Now, this doesn't mean you can do whatever you want to anybody. Like, we have to be accountable for our actions. We should be kind people. We should be decent people. But rips happen. Mm-hmm. You hurt people and you make mistakes. But what I think really, really messes it up is that people don't know how to repair once they've hurt someone. They don't know how to own it. They don't know how to apologize. And they don't know how to make amends. Because those three things are separate. Accountability, apology, and amends are three steps of a repair. Mm -hmm. And people really struggle with that. Why do you think that is, Earl? What's the issue with repair? It's hard. Why is it hard, though? I think it's hard because that means you have to be vulnerable. Mm. And you have to acknowledge that you messed up. Mm. Um. Most people, 50% of the world is not, one, going to acknowledge that they messed up, two, going to be vulnerable to say, I messed up. Mm-hmm. And then it's a fear of, have I messed up so much that it can't be repaired? Mm. And repair is going to take work. It's not like an overnight thing that can take months on years. Right. And it's, it's, yeah. it's easy to let that thing stay ripped instead mm. of having to put in work. Interesting. For Interesting. some people. Right. So what I have found for me is that I struggle to not repair. Mm. Like when I rip, I and sometimes my rip is a reaction mm. and I still need to repair. You know what I mean? Like I've had a recent situation where someone did something hurtful to me and I was on some like, well, that's why your mama's a hoe. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. That was a, that was astronomically Look, unnecessary like inner i went too far my inner but they did something shitty to me and i still felt like i needed to uh, repair and do better and so because it, it weighs on you for me personally when i hurt people and i don't repair it weighs on me and i feel bad so i don't quite understand the but I think that issue with lack of repair natural ability to be good yeah, I mean, I'm empathic, so that other people's feelings impact me. And but... you, I mean, 
I think more your therapist. So you recognize right. that all actions cause some kind of effect. Right. You know? Right. So but I don't think most people are. I already told you my stance on my new outlook on life with <laughs> Like, I feel like I'm just an eyeball in the world. Because a lot of things I look like this. That makes that sense. Make, they just does this not make sense, sense or right. make sense? And everybody to be like walking. But <laughs> it's just like most people just don't want to put in that work. Yeah. Which is so unfortunate. Or they play like the woe is me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get in this like hole where I was treated bad, so I'm going to do the same to others. And it's like, well, I created this cycle of trauma. And now that's that's part of why that's why transgenerational trauma is so huge. Right. I was even thinking about that um, just yesterday when the news came out about the mass shooting in El Paso, and so many people were just like, "This is not who we are. What is happening to our country?" And I was like, "So this is absolutely horrible and sad." And this country was built on mass murder literally this country was built on destroying humanity and and treating people who you view as lesser with disrespect and violence and abuse and Mm -hmm. enslavement like that is who this country is and so until we are willing to own how we got here we will stay here because no other country is dealing with this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because other countries weren't built. And you know, it's funny you this. said that because I was on Like, Instagram. look, right. No other and countries except one. New Zealand had one this year. This was made 22 hours ago. And it literally says America's had 249 mass shootings. And then it says, and this, this stat is already outdated because El Paso, right. Texas, and Dayton, Ohio have now make it 251 mass shootings right. in the U.S. Right. In 216 days. Right. <laughs> like, what? Right. They This person just made this, exactly. and it was outdated within hours. Right. Because of our rip. Like, we have not done the adequate repair where people who have... The ancestors... And I get, like, no one currently is enslaving anybody except for human traffickers. Like, I get that... No one is currently doing these things. No one alive, you know, hurt the indigenous people. But we have to make amends for things that our ancestors did, mm-hmm. period, point blank. You know, I in my family, there's a history of alcoholism and there's a history of abuse and violence. I have to make amends in how I raise my son. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that I'm aware of what I'm capable of because of my DNA. And when I fuck up and I get close to the edge, I make a repair so that my child doesn't take the same baggage into his adult life that I had to undo in my own adult life. Mm-hmm. Now, it ain't my fault that there's alcoholism and abuse and violence in my family for you know generation after generation, but it is my responsibility yeah. to change the narrative. Because the only way you're going to even dilute that out of your gene pool is to by breaking it. Right, and, and first you got to acknowledge that it's a thing. Right, the further the generation gets from that, it's going to get diluted out. Exactly. But if you don't do but the that work. takes action. Mm-hmm. And I think people just want to be like, well, we're so far removed from slavery. We're so far removed from that. Not if we ain't done nothing different you know or not if we done fought it every way, every step of the way. It takes me to, um, they do it in CPT, but in TSCBT, we learned um, 
about these like cognitive distortions. Yes. And I always think about the triangle of thoughts, feelings, actions. Yes. And how your thoughts affect your feelings, which then affects your actions. And right. if your thoughts aren't right, it's gonna affect how you feel about a situation, right. which is gonna affect how you react. Absolutely. To the thing. And this is like if you already got this like defeatist, well, hey, we all alcoholics or whatever it is. Right. Your feelings gonna be like, who the cares? Right. And you go like what's your action? We better down this bourbon. Right. Or that's that's what we do. That's been the message I've had. Well, that's how we do. I've, I've heard that well, a lot how I am. with, like, black parents when it comes to, like, spanking. Well, you know, that's what black people do. Black people spank. And we were also like, spanked and whipped and beat and right, raped. Exactly. And do we not see the correlation that we, as the culture that was most beaten and spanked, now feel so connected to beating and spanking? Like, that is uncrazy. If I hit Earl right now... I, he could send me to jail. If I hit Carter, it's I'm parenting. Earl got what twenty years on Carter, but I can't hit an adult. But I can hit my child. That That's doesn't crazy. make sense. And so we really have to own that our history sometimes needs repair, mm-hmm. and we don't know how to do that. But because we don't want to acknowledge that it needs a repair to begin. You with. know, I was talking to a friend about uh, we were talking about history mm-hmm. and how. They was like, oh, well, you know, they were. We were talking about. Um, they had an ex, mm-hmm. and they was like, I and they 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 acknowledged. They was like, I have a problem with like, with my exes come back around. I'm like, well, we got history, mm-hmm. and I was like, but not all history is good history. Yo. and they was like, but you know, history repeats itself. I said, no, 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 no. History can repeat itself. Right. I said, now being aware of your history and acknowledging it mm-hmm. and being planning. The proper, you know, avenues to not repeat that is different from you actually repeating it. And I said, just because somebody comes back around doesn't mean you give them another chance. Right. Because if anything, that might be your text. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So what do you think the first steps in, we said acknowledgement, but like, how do you do that? How do you say, damn it, I made a rip. Now I need to repair. How does that look for you usually? Mm Hmm. (laughs) Look, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a recent real. Okay, ask me the question again because the question is formulated. Gotcha. Ask me again. <laughs> so, for you, mm-hmm. how does that usually look when you're like, okay, I've made a rip, now I need to make this repair? How does how do you usually go about doing that? It depends on. So, are you talking about like a relational rip? Yeah, it could be a relational or it could even like friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm a person that likes to talk about things. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm also a person, if I don't think you're capable of having that conversation, I've had some rips where it's just, I've had to burn that piece off. Mm. If it's not like, there's no coming back from it. Gotcha. Even like you did the rip, but you knew they weren't capable of amends. I mean, they weren't capable of receiving. Yeah. Gotcha. That's interesting. I've never thought about that. Like the people who. Which is their own right. Repairs. Yeah, that's like, a good and it's point. your own right if you don't want to take it. Mm-hmm. I respect your choices, your big feelings. But you still see. I think that's still a repair, though, because well, yeah, it's not like end. you've done, uh-huh. you've attempted to repair. Mm-hmm. They get to, like you said, not receive it, but you've attempted to repair. Yeah. So you usually just. And I think that's kind of like that whole when we had that conversation about closer at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. It's for yourself, right? So it's not really your job. You can't make them. Right, take re- receive you. Right, like you can't make someone be your friend or make someone receive you, even if you know your energy good. Right, you can't make someone receive it. So, right. if you've done your part, 
you got to carry your carry on because right. if not, you'll become a prisoner. Right. Oh, trying to keep. Now that is true. And because you talked about that um, first season when we did the episode on uh, what we said, healing is the thing. What what, what was it? Mm. Uh, <laughs> hold on, no, no, I got it. It was here we go. Forgiveness is a thing. Mm, mm-hmm. And you had talked about Oprah mm. and she walked down the street and saw someone she yes. had beef with. And they were fine. And they was like totally unbothered, but she was like getting geared right. up, like, what's about to happen? And this is like you gone whatever y'all had so much, you got yourself stuck in this loop. Right. And I was like, no. It's not necessary. This lady over here living her best life. Probably right. even like, oh shit, that is you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I sometimes, you know, do your part. Right. I say try like you said, acknowledge it. Try to make your amends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes amends is different. You can right. do it better. Because mm-hmm. like you said, some people might not. Now, I do believe that like, if somebody's not receptive for you to talk, talk, right. write it out. Right. And send it. Right. Now, what they do with that? Exactly. It's on, again, it, go, it's, it puts it back on them after right. you've done your part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so for me, I'm real big on like, that was on me. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm usually pretty good. I don't tend to let it linger even. Like, even if, like, you know, Carter does something, but my response was too big, mm-hmm. I'll usually, like, five, ten minutes be like, bud, that one was on me. Mommy was wildin', mm-hmm. you know. Because I think it's really important that people know that the way you are reacting or treating them isn't about them. You know, especially kids, because kids really do take that on, like, mm-hmm. and make that internal belief, like, oh, I must be bad, I must be, there's something, must there must be something wrong with me, um, and so I really want him to understand, no, mommy had a shit day, and I yelled too, too loud, or mm-hmm. I, I got too angry, I apologize for that. But yeah, so I'm a big fan of like, you know, what I did was wrong. I apologize. I don't usually say sorry. I try to say I apologize because yeah. I've just heard that that's a little bit more appropriate. It's a word. Yeah. And then I try to say what I'm going to do different if it's appropriate. So I'll be like, you know, the next time that happens, mommy's probably going to take like a five minute breather before we talk about it so that I can make sure I don't. You know what I mean? Like I try to tell people like I see me mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to do different. To, in my interaction with you. And sometimes my interaction is, sometimes my amends is, I'm going to leave you the fuck alone yeah. because you trigger the shit out of me yeah. and I can't. And I don't want to be this person with you or in general. And so I'm going to quit trying to talk and to you. And you know, I like that you said that because I was just about to say, I think I try to take like <laughs> precautionary measures not to have rips. Mm. And like, so I'll say when I was in a relationship, uh, I had a very stressful job around that time, I think. Well, I was in grad. I was just, I had a lot of stuff going right. on. So I would know when I would be feeling very mm. reactive. Right. You know, like class all day, work, tired. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it sucks. Cause it's like, oh, at the end of the day, you literally get like the worst, not the worst of me, but you don't get right. me that's my full self. And I would try is. to have kind of like, like, listen, like, I ain't got it. I'm kind of antsy, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, casual banter, like you just joking, but you know, mm-hmm. some days you might be more sensitive. Look, so you just yeah. be like, hey, look, I I feel like I have an attitude and right. I don't want to, like, I'll be like, I might not be the best person to be talking mm-hmm. to right now. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, get annoyed and right. then I suddenly have a tone. Because that's not fair. And it's like, right. why would I want to shit at the end of your day, too? So right. I think I like to try to do, like, a lot of precautions, like, hey, I'm not good right now. 
Right. Or I can have. Right. I got attitude, and I don't know why. But, you know. Right. Because I think you do. The other thing about a repair is something different got to happen. Like, you can't keep ripping and repairing, ripping and repairing. Like, because so for you. Right. Exactly. You know, because at the, at, the, at that point, then you're not making the amends. Because mm-hmm. amends are changed behavior. Amends is doing something different mm-hmm. and also doing it consistently. Now, there may be a new rip, but it, it shouldn't be the same rip over mm-hmm. and over because that means you don't really mean what you're saying. No, it's just a band-aid. Absolutely. And yeah. I need Neosporin and stitches. We need to heal this bad boy up. Right, right. And there's some like, you know, we live in a world of memes, but it was like, you know, say if you want a wound to heal, you got to quit touching it. And so sometimes for you to repair, you got to get away from what keeps wounding you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to do your own repair. And I left that job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so left that job. Get away from me, <laughs> Apollo. Okay. Absolutely. I said, this job affected me. Right. So how do you know, what do you do when the repair isn't enough? Or when they think they've repaired? Like, do you do you correct them or educate them? Or are you like, oh, all right, don't worry about it. Like, they've done a rip on you, but they think they've repaired it. But it's, that wasn't sufficient for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's so funny doing the show with someone that you know so well. Because I'm really, like, thinking about... Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. So, you know, I had to... I had a situation in a previous relationship of where it was a rip. And they thought they repaired it. Mm. And I had to stop myself from speaking on it so mm. much. Because it was starting to make a rip. It was like a punishment. Mm, mm, almost. Mm-hmm. So in them trying to repair and me seeing that they're trying to repair. Right. I think I was getting nitpicky. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go with that. You know, and right. it was like, I'm literally undoing the scene that you were trying mm. to place. Mm. So so can you not be ready for a repair sometimes? Yes! That's what I mm. well, Very much. That's what I told you. Like, some people you have to just back away. if They're not receptive. Yeah. Because oh. some things aren't meant to be repaired. Right, right. And so I think there's a difference between repairing mm-hmm. the rip and repairing the relationship. Yes. Sometimes you got to repair the rip by ending the yes. relationship. Yes, and have that conversation <laughs> where right. no one is led on and thinking I'm repairing this. Right. I had that you... conversation with someone recently. I was like, do you want to stay in this? Because if uh-huh. you don't, be honest with them. Don't have them out here thinking they're fixing something that you don't want to do. it's not fair to them. Right. And yes, it might take time. For you to realize that, right? Because, I, like I said, I was in a very similar situation mm-hmm. where I felt like it was being repaired, mm-hmm. and then it like I woke up and I was just like, I actually don't want this. I remember that day. I remember and it was, like, I don't want it. And it I was, was like, like, welcome. It was just so fucking clear. And I remember yeah. everybody was just like, I think everybody was more so shocked. And they was like, Are you y'all being repaired? And I was like, No, I think I I was hopeful yes. and also aware. Yeah, I was you like, were because you're very like you know you. And when I would say things, you just be like, and I was like, mm, yeah. It's just very I was like, this about me. This is what I want for him, <laughs> not what he wants for him. I gotta accept. This and I think, right. and I think that's another thing that makes people stay in these. Like, let's mm-hmm. fix this rip because it's like, oh, people 
people do this arc. Like some right. people are able to come back from the darkest of darks right. with that their person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think you get stuck of like, oh well, everybody else around us is like cheering us on. I would be right. horrible. And so that's another thing. Like you gotta be careful about who you tell about your rips. Like mm-hmm. even if you're the one who gets ripped, that's not everybody's business. Everybody's advice about how you should handle the person who ripped is not helpful. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. people just don't always understand. And the more like opinions you put into something, the more convoluted it becomes. And they give you a headache. Right. So you got to be really, really careful how much of your like wounds and things you share. Like mm-hmm. I'm always like, speak from your scars, not your wounds. Mm-hmm. When my wounds are fresh, I just shut down. Earl knows. Like I will shut down. I will get quiet. I'll let a couple of people know. And then I'll even say to them, I'm just going to sit at home this weekend and, and process Because that's your like way of healing. Right. And then when I'm on the other side, I'm like, this is what came up for me. This is what I'm realizing. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I talk to my people because I need a moment to just get clear about what it because sometimes a rip happens and you don't even understand it yet like right. sometimes you get a rip and you're like shit I like a death breathe good right like when somebody dies oh that's a gosh. rip right. that you really won't get an explanation exactly for. exactly yeah and, and that repair will be your own healing mm-hmm. all on your own you will be stitching yourself back together for a long time mm-hmm. and other people's words can be comforting but you gotta really work like shuffle through that on your own and it's like and it's you know what i find out though it's a very beautiful thing Mm, it is like that really is because it gives you like a like hindsight wise when you get and i'm not gonna say there's an end of healing for grief right when you get in that place where it's just like this is that's what it is Mm -hmm. it's very like interesting to look back it is Mm mm-hmm like it, it's just it's a very beautiful healing in itself is beautiful. That's why I love it. Trauma really work. is because it it's really very. Is. It shows you your resilience. Yes, and just how the nerd in me. I just love the human body and like yes. how the mind works yes. to like protect you or like mm-hmm. to fix things and how your perception can change and perspectives. I just love the human mind. Yes, it's absolutely. so. Complex. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I love, so when I'm at on-site, the very first day we get there, we have a group opening. Mm. So everybody who's there, no matter what they're there for, we all sit in like a big circle in this big room and everybody introduces themselves and they give like one hope that they have for the week. And it's always interesting. Like people are like, like they're, they're in pain, you, their affect is mm-hmm. flat, or they're labile, they're crying, they're having all these anxious movements. It's fascinating to see them that first night mm-hmm. and then that last day. And, and they, they look, look different. They just look like different people. It boggles my mind. And I don't, I'm not a part of everybody's work, but everybody has that experience where the, how they look that first day, they're all scared as shit. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I love about onsite, well, I love a lot of things about onsite, but one of the things I really love is that to be a therapist there, you have to go through a program. So all of us who are sitting in the like staff mm-hmm. seating have sat where they sat. So we all get it. And so we're all kind of like rooting and just like, you got this. But it's fascinating to see like what being in pain looks like and then what coming to the other side of pain looks like Mm -hmm. because it looks physically different. And I know there have been times where I have looked like, you know, nowadays on Facebook and stuff, you can see I'm like, oh, I was hurting then. Like, you know what I mean? I was smiling. Because you look different when they go through stuff. Yeah, they do. And they be thinking they like, oh, I have a great mask. But I'm like, you look, it's like you lose your shine. Yes. 
Yeah, you just look different. People do, and it's 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 sad to see when people are like just allowing life to beat them up, and they just look bad. Like fight back, fight like, back. Please fight back, fight back. Fight back. You can do it. I have seen that recently, and it it boggles my mind. It makes me sad. Um, but you also got to know people got to figure that out and uh-huh. do it on their own because yeah, it's it's rough. So yeah, so. How do you repair yourself? So the rip happens and the other person is not willing to do the repair. You don't just stay wounded. So how do you... Therapy. Stick yourself... <laughs> yes. Literally. Therapy. So what's time for the Literally. Therapy. Or even... Even if you don't want to do individual, do mm-hmm. group. Peer. Group is powerful. So like I know for myself. I love like peer mm-hmm. groups. Um... Like, we were at my job. I just love the ability, like, to talk right. with your peers and right. get things out. And then they're able to call you out or, you know, mm-hmm. say things. But therapy, like, going to therapy or taking walks, being right. by your damn self. Yes. Being by yourself can be one of the most scariest, calmest, beautiful things ever. Because you literally, when you're just with your thoughts, that's when things, for me, gets quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can, I like, so me... My best thinking comes when I am cleaning my house or in the shower. Mm, yeah. When I'm cleaning, like when I was in college and I would have to like write, Jesus Christ, all these damn papers. <laughs> Being a psych major, man. Them long papers, I would have to take breaks. So say I got like eight pages knowing it's got to be 16. I would have to go get in the shower mm-hmm. to like refuel my thoughts. Because there's something about after a shower for me, my thoughts get very calm. And it's like, because you got like all this right. chaos going on. But it's like a shower or if I'm mopping the floor or like the process of cleaning. I'm such a Capricorn. But it's like, it slows things down and I'm able to pick out that main piece that needs to be addressed. So I think taking time <coughs> to be by yourself, uh, writing your thoughts out. Because again, that can also calm your thoughts because you get to like, you're literally pouring them on paper. I think it goes back to looking at your strength. So if you're like a person that likes to draw or write or paint mm-hmm. or run, mm-hmm. it's usually For the things that are your hobbies and your self-care. Because again, we have this concept about self-care all the time. It is things literally like your hobbies are your self-care. Yeah, so like it's just falling back on your strengths. Like recognize the things that bring you joy and happiness. Because I think people get so caught up in that word self-care. And I've said this a thousand times right. on the show, but like, People hear the word self-care and all I got to do this grand shit. Please. My self-care is sometimes sit on the couch. Right. Sometimes just light me a candle and play right. my music. Um, my self-care is doing my laundry and putting it away. Doing it, folding it, yeah, putting it away. Yeah, it's doing things. Like, I'm a person. So, again, I'm a Capricorn through and through. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, uh, what is the term? Pragmatic when we yes. look for the truth yes. and everything. Mm-hmm. I am a person that when I do self-care, so, like, the art of mopping a floor mm. to me is just so. I've loved mopping since I was a child. Really? I love it. I used to love that. I mean, your floors me. always look great, but I didn't know it's because you love mopping. I, I literally do because it's. And when I mop in here, I do it in such a pattern where, like, mm. I always start at that front mm-hmm. door and I work my way backwards. And then I go there and then I come around and I go from the mirror mm. and then I come to the dining area. It's just like a. Mm-hmm. It's like a track yeah. for running for me. And I used to, like, when I used to have to vacuum when I was older, I loved vacuuming, but then when we got to the part where mopping, mopping calms me down. Interesting. And it's so weird. But I've always been a person, like, 
if I'm super stressed out and I can't go run or play music, I got to clean. Right. And I, it's been times I have cleaned in this house like one o'clock in the morning. Mm. <laughs> Just running like, because this is like, ooh, my thoughts. Because right. it helps me like, it slows my thoughts down. Yes. It's a way of being mindful. Yeah. It's an act of mindfulness. That is like my grounding. Is mm-hmm. that or playing my music. And I'm usually doing it all at the same time. Right. So, I, it's going back to doing things you love. Right. Now, right. throwing the clothes, that ain't... Now, I'm going to do it, but like... part of your it's, self-care. It's uh-huh. like doing a budget's part of your self-care, taking care of your home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Saying no is a part of self-care. So, there's the part that kind of feeds you, and there's the part that kind of protects you. Yeah. And I think we have to recognize that you need both in mm-hmm. order for you to have a full self-care regimen. Absolutely. So, yeah. What about for you? So... I think that when there's a rip, but there's not going to be a repair, I have to kind of do the grief process. Mm -hmm. And I think people don't recognize that. Like, whether someone wants to acknowledge their stuff or not, you still have to grieve. And so I definitely allow myself a space for, like, the anger and the sadness. Earl knows I love to write a letter. I love to write the letter they're never going to read. And burn that You know, and burn that bitch. You know what I mean? Because usually that letter starts with, like, dear so-and-so, fuck you in the following ways. But by the end, I'm usually like, you know, and this is what I recognize about me now this is what's going to be different Mm -hmm. these are my boundaries this time gonna love me more and then I like release that and let that go so I'm really big on like you gotta grieve you gotta own that you wanted it to be something different because I think a lot of times people like it don't matter I didn't care they wasn't shit no way you do care and it's okay to care yeah unfortunately sometimes we care for people who can't care for us back and that doesn't mean you don't you shouldn't care so It's fine to care. It's fine to be hurt. Let yourself have all the feelings. Because when you don't have all the feelings, they just kind of stuff down there. And then they like betray you. And they come out in the weirdest ways. Like at fucking Starbucks. (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm just here for my grande white. Wait, what happened to Starbucks? Would people be like spazzing oh, out yes, and like, in line? like, what's wrong? Or are you literally crying right. in the damn line of Target? Right. And then I'm like, ooh, is this required for me to do something? Because I'm not on the clock. Yeah. And so I just want y'all to take care of yourselves so that I don't have to. You know, I find those moments so I've seen that happen so many mm-hmm. times. I'm just like, are they crying by the seat? Yep. Yep. What am I going to do here? Right. And it's like, it's tough because you're like, dang, should I like try to support or should I allow them? Let me slide to my car. Right. <laughs> because now, and what I will say is there have been times where I've been crying by the cereal and I needed no one to talk to me. I just Because you're going to be by yourself. Alone. Right. Because I knew what was going on, but I still needed cereal. Let me cry. Like, let me cry and Apple get out my face. face. <laughs> right. And get out my face. Yes. <laughs> And so I usually try to err on that side and be yeah. like, they know what they need. Unless they, they look at me and make a certain kind of like, right, help, help. me, <laughs> help me. I'm gonna carry the hell on, right? And just be like, they're fine, you know, because they you know, having a kid, Carter be like, they're crying, and you're like, that's bread. none of your business. Get bread, right? Just <laughs> go find the fruit snacks, like right now. But yeah, so you can't, for me personally, I can't just ignore my emotions. I definitely have to have an emotional purge. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I really do like to turn it back to me and be like, how did we get here? What have we learned? And what are we going to do different? Because even when there's a rip, we usually have some layer of responsibility in that rip. I was at one of the last times I was at on site. One of the ladies was like, um, 
she was like, um, you deserve what you tolerate. And I was like, ouch, my Slap me in my damn face. You didn't have to hit me in my side. Like, but that's was the truth. That's a true statement. And I think a lot of times we get so appalled by a rip when we have tolerated bullshit after bullshit and we've ignored all the red flags and we've made excuses and we've overlooked and we've lowered our standards and minimized. And then they still rip. And then you're just like, how could you? Did they talk about that on The Other Hood? Probably. I feel like somebody made that statement. The girl talking about the eggs. Yes, she yes. made a similar statement of like, "This is what you right. This is what you allow." Done. And so, and now you got to go get a whole new egg. Like your egg is broke. <laughs> you got to get a whole new egg. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh check out Otherhood because Angela Bassett is everything, and you just need her in your life. And can Thanks. I say I also love? I can't think of her damn name. She plays the mom to the uh, the Jewish. Boy. Yes, I like. She's her one of my too. favorite actors. Isn't that Arquette? Yes, um, there we go. What you gonna call Arquette? One uh-huh. of Arquettes. She crazy. They're all crazy, but I love them. And I was like, I feel like she plays the same, like hippie, like flowy. Right, but you know they grew up in a cult. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Arquettes are crazy for real. But um, <laughs> I love them. But yeah, so, you know, I'm real big on like, okay, how did I get here? How do I take care of myself? And then I do that. I also try to figure out like, what do I need? You know what I mean? So do I need to call Earl? Mm-hmm. Do I need to go get a pedicure? Do I need to go take myself to a movie? Do I need to lay, like... How do I take care of me in this pain I feel? I think a lot of times people are like, I'm just in so much pain. Right. What do you need? And how do you take care of yourself? And a lot of people need dates with themselves. Yes. Dates with yourself shit is like, so many people struggle with being by themselves. And it can be hard at first. Mm-hmm. But once you do it, Yo, it's, it's like, do I need people? Right, but like, of course you need people because you're but not all the time. But Sometimes not all the time. Oh, like, I love a good date, solo date. Like it is so mm. calming. Oh my god, it's just like oh, this feels good. Right, because I have like so there are things that I love. So like I love sushi, mm-hmm. and luckily nobody else in my life loves sushi, not and so that's one girl. of right. Not Alicia, not <laughs> Carter. Like so that is one of my things. Mm-hmm. Jean being like sushi. So sometimes she and I will grab sushi, yeah. but they don't live here. So one of my things is like, just go get you some sushi. Enjoy yourself. Like if I need like a day, I'm going to go get some sushi. I'll probably take myself to the uh, to a movie or to a bookstore. Now, oh, don't threaten me with a good, good time. time. I have gotten lost oh my in a bookstore. Yes. Going in there to get one book. Right. And was sitting there. Yes. And I was like, oh, shit. Now, mind you, mm-hmm. and I always, always meet someone interested in a mm-hmm. bookstore. Right. Because remember I told y'all mm-hmm. when you get that book, it's like this little 60-year-old white girl just walked by. She was like, excuse me. And I was like, hey, she's talking about, what's that you're reading? And she's just like, you've just been sitting there, so I've just been intrigued and I wanted mm-hmm. to. And she was like, so sweet. And I could tell, looking back, I feel like that might have been on one of her lists. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go out more. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like she probably had social anxiety, right? And I was like, I would not be surprised if your therapist told you to start a conversation right, with a stranger, yeah. and that's what she did. Cause like, soon as she finished, she was like, "Well, thank you for talking to me," and then she like just walked out. And I was like, "Bookstores, bookstores are, are the best. It's like heaven. It's like it really. Nobody's is. angry in a bookstore. It really is the best. Like yes. nobody's angry when they're eating. Right. It's really the best. Like I just love going in a bookstore and being like, you know what? I'm not gonna even decide on this book yet. I'm gonna read the first three chapters right here in this comfy chair because bookstores always have comfy but you know chairs. What? I have never sat in a book cha- bookstore chair. Really? I always sit on the floor in the aisle with the book. Really? I have been like that since I was. I would I just love like that. wherever I find I'm that like, book. We're like, where you pick your tent? It's where we have. Where I'm having my Bible, and I would sit there crisscross fucking applesauce. <laughs> 
with that book. I love it. I love it. Yes. So yeah, like we. So that is y'all's homework. Take yourself on a date, even mm-hmm. if you got somebody, even if you're not in a bad space, even if you're not trying to repair nothing. Take yourself on a date. Go to the park. Mm-hmm. Go to a bookstore. Go to the library. Just. Go get yourself a drink, you know, just whatever you do to take care of yourself. Go do it by yourself and be empowered and proud that you can do that and that, you know, you good by yourself. Mm-hmm. It makes even it makes relationships stronger, too. I know that sounds weird, but a time apart makes a relationship stronger. So that is my encouragement. So, yeah, so that's what I'll do. I'll take care of myself. And then usually at that point, I'm on it on the other side of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what I also have to make sure I don't do is let that same person who caused the rip and then had the audacity not to do their own repair, I have to let them know they can't come back around here. Uh-uh. Yeah. Not being accountable for your actions, not being someone who is willing to apologize and own stuff is the quickest way to get the hell up out my fa- out my face and my life. I just, I can't do it. And that goes back to where I was like, burn them off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let me strike this match, burn this bridge. They gotta mm-hmm. go. No water. Yes. <laughs> no water? <laughs> but like, the bridge is on fire. I'm like, let it burn. It's fine. I'm aware. I'm watching it. It's a controlled burn. I was gonna say hashtag Usher, but it has so many more, like, meanings behind that it burn now. I know. That makes me sad. Yikes. All right, guys. Well, we hope that that was helpful. <laughs> we are gonna go to question of the day. All right. What's poppin'? <laughs> Here's the question. I dated a guy for two years and he cheated. Mm. He never <laughs> he never really owned it and apologized, but now he wants us to get back together and just move forward. I feel like I need him to make amends. Should I just let it go and move on or hold him accountable? Mm. So... You got it, you got it bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, so that makes me think of Pose with Ricky and Damon. Okay. Pose is so good. Pose is so good, y'all. If y'all are not on Pose, go look in the mirror and slap the first person you see. I love Damon. You don't deserve nice things. But Damon is a good example of putting yourself first and doing right. the work. So that would have been a good. So like, say that Ricky had been like, "I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat." But he wanted. So like, he wanted to get. He never admitted it. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? And Damon set her his boundary, and they did not get back together. But like, that would be exactly like that. Like where he just never admitted that he tried mm-hmm. that he cheated, and now he got consequences for that. But. So thank goodness they well, we gotta see. They not gonna get back together. It, no, but I mean, but, oh. but they did have sex when they first came back when Ricky first. Oh came no, back. remember they got he did they did the test. I think Ricky caught it after because Ricky when was he still sleeping with that boy. Gotcha. So yeah, so but yeah, like I think I don't know or I I need accountability. I'm not even one to say that. Hmm. That's the thing. Cheating. I need you to acknowledge what you right. Did. Cheating is not necessarily a deal breaker. I really struggle with that statement, but it's not necessary. I've seen people come to the other side of that and 
and just flourish mm-hmm. and do well. And sometimes you do need to blow a thing up. Now, I'm not telling y'all to go cheat and make y'all relationship better. I'm saying, but sometimes the blowing up of something does allow you to rebuild something better. Mm-hmm. But you got to really, really, the couples that I have seen make it through cheating are couples who were willing to stand in the shit mm-hmm. and own their stuff. Both parties, the cheated on and the cheated, the cheater had to do their thing. And so I just, yeah, like you just gotta, you gotta own your stuff. Like, and if they're not willing to do that and they want to just move forward, that sounds like, cause how you going to feel they do it again? Right. If they're just like, cause that goes back to that. You're tolerating. Right. And whatever you, you know, you deserve whatever you decide to stick around with. Right. Yeah. You deserve what you tolerate. And so is it okay for you if you with a cheater who doesn't acknowledge they're cheating? Cause how do you know they're going to make amends? How do you know what they've learned? How do you know what they're going to do different? Yeah, it just doesn't feel like they're mature enough to own their stuff. Um, so I wouldn't personally take them back. That's what I'm saying. So, but we hope that was helpful, anonymous. Yeah, I don't even have to answer. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna take another quick break, and we'll be right back with "That's Not a Thing." Um, that's not a thing. Do you have a "That's Not a Thing," Earl? Gun law. Apparently, gun laws are just not a thing. I just... Um, it needs to be a thing. I don't, I don't know what has to happen for it to be a thing at this point. Because I thought when Sandy Hook happened and they murdered little white children, it was a wrap. Um, and they were going to do something different. But also, the NRA is giving Trump $30 million. So, you know. I just... I, you know why they're not doing a thing? Because yeah. everybody's numb to it now. Right, right. Like honestly, and then this is so horrible. So like when I saw that alert on my phone yesterday, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I put my phone back down and like went back to doing what I was doing. Cause yeah. I'm so just like, it's not as alarming to me. It's just, mm-hmm. it's alarming, but it's like not shocking. Right. It's just like, right. oh. And then here again, I was just like, okay, can I see his picture? Right. And who was it? I was like, oh, yeah. Right. Okay. And then I was right. just like, hmm, is he going to be charged for domestic terrorism? Well, first off, he's been arrested, not murdered. So there's that. Right. Well, I, I never suspect. Right. Unless they kill themselves. Right. But I was just like, I'm ready to see his picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my immediate follow up is, what is going to be the charge? Right. Is he going to be investigated for this as being domestic terrorism? Right. And Which, is this crime? guy the first time that this was? I heard that this like, one was being looked at as yeah. domestic ter- terrorism. I feel like this is the first time. Usually they're like, was, oh, he's just a well, little you know special. What? It's because the other one, he was Muslim, so they automatically. But yes, this mm-hmm. is one of the, like the first. Of right. Like, oh, finally, mm-hmm. finally. You know, and I love AOC. Um, did you see when she did? The, oh um, no! What did she say? She was in one of the. Um, she was addressing. I can't think who it was. I can't remember their name, but it was about the gun law. Mm-hmm. And she pretty much was like, "Why is this not considered domestic terrorism?" And oh, it was for the. Uh, it's not FBI. What is it CIA? called? CIA. I think so. It's oh, whoever. Homeland Security. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like how they uh, oh, orchestrate yes. the titles. Mm-hmm. And he kept explaining it, and she was like, "Yeah, you keep explaining what terrorism <laughs> is." And she was like, "But my question is, how is that not considered domestic terrorism? Right. They were bred here. Per right. your words, they were bred here. She's like, and they radicalized here. Right. And he mute. 
Right. I love her. Right. Because she's giving them the She will business. be my future president. Absolutely. the next election. And Absolutely. I cannot wait. Absolutely. I'm a fan. Huge fan. Is that 2024? Yep. I'm 2024. Yeah. Well, if we get a Democrat in office right now, then 2028. Yeah. Because we would want them to have their eight years. Yeah. Hopefully. Right. But yeah. So yeah, that's not a thing, unfortunately, because... Yeah, lives don't matter. Shit. Like, maybe that's why they so bad that black lives matter. Because they like, look, no lives matter. And we just want y'all to understand no lives matter, which is so fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, is it going to take for, like, something to happen with actual politicians? Right. Get, like, shot or something? No, because like, that politician got shot. Remember right. that lady got shot? Shit. And they were like, Last what? Year? What yeah. happened? Mm-mm. So maybe it's like cabinet? I don't know. I... I I think the NRA is going to have to be disbanded and not allowed to give $30 million. That, would be beautiful. that was That's what's going to have to happen. Lobbying as as how we do it now is going to have to cease. On a lot of levels, because it's, it's NRA, it's the oil companies, it's the pharmaceuticals, like it's the insurance companies, like it's a lot of these motherfuckers. You know that each of them are part of the Illuminati. Right. <laughs> I'm for real. There's a representative from each of them organizations in the Illuminati, I bet you. <laughs> but... What's your that's not a thing? Um, my that's not a thing going back to the not willing to repair is that that's not a thing. If you're not willing to repair and own your stuff and be like, yo, man, I'm sorry. My bad. I messed up. This is how I'm going to do different. And then show different behavior. Mm -hmm. Stay out my face forever. Like, I'm not interested. Forever, ever, 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 ever. Like, I'm just, it's its not a thing at this point. We're too old to not know how to apologize. Because right. my child know how to apologize. And so if you don't want to apologize, then that's on you. But don't think that things are going to be different or better or whatever until you own your shit and do something different. Period. So, yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. We don't have a <laughs> quote. Because the quote is, it's not the rip, it's the repair. Um... Even though it is the rip a little bit. Don't just be horrible people. It's kind of the rip, but it's also mostly the repair. Um, and our resource is the difficult conversations that we did in another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a book and there's a podcast episode on how to have these hard conversations and tell people the truth and say what you need to say. So that is, and your homework is to take yourself on a date. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I didn't do it. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine doing my own thing. Did that hurt your feelings? It didn't. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Last year used to be so sad. I know. It was Roll. terrible. But she's like, Kelly, that's Roll. gross. <laughs> oh, shout out to the Black Lady Sketch Show. I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. All right. So check us out on all the things. We are Hats Off Podcast, CLT on Instagram, and then Hats Off Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, um, follow our professional pages. My page is Earl Martin LCSW on Instagram. Um, you can also look at my website um, for bookings, and that is EarlMartinLCSW.com. And you can check me out on Instagram and Facebook at Courtney Leak LCSW and then Twitter at Courtney LCSW. Um, my website is under construction because I'm getting a new website, <clears throat> so don't go there. Um, but 
other places, check me out. Oh, and check out Carter at Carter's Curious yes. Corner on on not Gmail, Lord. Carter's Curious Corner on Instagram. But also send us questions for the questions of the day segment at hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com. Got a blast because right. we are forgetting how to talk. Right. All right, guys. So until next time, be you. Be true. Hats, Hats off. off. Hats off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Leak. And I'm Carter.